and how are you doing? I'm good in Sunday. Um, I just need your help. Yes. My mother is sick. Yes. What, what happened? I don't know if you remember, because I once phoned you, and I was in Ridgeway, telling you that my aunt is sick, and then you said I must send a picture. Oh, this is no little, no little. Yes. So you know what happened? After I send you that picture, we receive a message from the hospital that she passed away. Okay, okay. So now it looks, it looks like now this thing is a case. After that, we prepared the funeral. Right now, as I'm speaking to you, we are in Eastern Cape because we had a funeral of my aunt on Thursday, right? Yes. And then we came with my mother here, and she was not sick, she was fine. So now what is happening? After the funeral, she started having like something like a short breath. Yes. So he's struggling breathing. So it started like on Thursday. Yes. And it, now it's continuing. Now we realize that it's getting worse now because she is struggling to talk. We ended up even buying a hot head dryer because it's like uh, struggling to to breathe. Yes. So I'm just sitting next to her right now. Give her the phone. Okay, just hold on. Hello. 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 How are you doing? Uh, no, things are not going all right. Mm. I'm not. I'm not feeling all right. I've got a problem breathing. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Okay. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Say this Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Heal my body today. My body today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Okay. What are you feeling now in your body? Sorry, Pastor. What are you feeling now there? I'm feeling easy. Okay, as I pray for you, you will feel the power of God touching your chest, ne? All right. 
Okay. God will be healing. Close your eyes. In okay. The name of Jesus Christ. I soak the whole of you into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. Every sickness is gone. Just breathe in and out five times heavily, like five times. Out and in. Yes, five times. Say I receive. Say I receive. Mama. Say I receive. I receive. My healing. My healing. I am healed. Say I am healed. I receive my healing. Say I am healed. I am a healer. I am a hero. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Stand up and walk. What are you feeling? Stand up and walk. You are healed. Stand up and walk. You are healed. Okay. Stand up and walk. Let me, up. let me stand up. Yes, what are you feeling there? I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling my body is feeling light. It's feeling light. You are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. How is the chest now? How is the chest now? It's open. It's open, yeah. That thing is broken. You are healed. Very soon. Let me talk to Nolita. Let me talk to Nolita. Hello, Pastor. Yes, your mother is healed. She will recover. She will recover. Amen, Pastor. Then when she recover, write the testimony about your hair healing. It will never come back. She will be totally free. Amen. Congratulations. Amen. 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 We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We worship you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
Wow. It is so nice to be in his presence. Amen. To be in his glory. The presence of God, the glory is, is so wonderful. The anointing is so fresh and wonderful just to be here. I want to say to you, if you are sick already, you are healed. Amen. Just to be here in this presence of God. Amen. Don't worry about that problem. Consider it solved. Hallelujah. Amen. Then let us go straight to the word of God and the word of testimony tonight. Amen. 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 Our testimony for tonight raises follows. Moving things on the roof removed. There is a woman who received prayer the previous Sunday at our service in Kempton Park. She was struggling to sleep because they were moving things on the roof at her place. She would also hear footsteps of a person in her room. Pastor Robert prayed for her and she received their deliverance. She has testified that those things are no longer moving on the roof. The footsteps inside her room are no more. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And our announcement for tonight are as follows. Every morning from Monday to Friday at 7 a.m., we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. It is then followed by our midday service at 12, and then we have our evening service starting at half past six every night. Our evening, our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night. Amen. Amen. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord uh, through tithe and offerings, the bank details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups on Messenger as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. And we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Thursdays and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. Uh, tonight we will get the, the word of God from the book of Luke, chapter 14, starting from verse 26, NIV. Luke 14, from verse 26, it says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Verse 31. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask for terms of peace. In the same way, those of you who do not give up Everything you have cannot be my disciples. So I will also read uh, Luke chapter 15 from verse 4 NIV. It says, 
Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it and goes home? Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. You know, it is so wonderful when we are reading the teachings of Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Sometimes some of the things that are written, if it was just being said by someone, you're going to be saying, hey, uh, this teaching is very, very difficult and stuff like that. But um, it is Jesus Christ who is saying what he requires for us to be his servants, his disciples. What he requires, hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that in the book of Luke chapter 14, from verse number 26. If anyone comes to me and does not, does not hate their father and mother, their wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such person cannot be my disciple. And Jesus said that, hey, hallelujah. Amen. That bit of noise. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. First of all, the Bible says that if anyone does not hate their father, their mother, their wife and children, brothers and sisters, yet, yes, even their own life, such person, the Bible says that cannot be what? cannot be my disciple. Amen. Amen. That means Jesus Christ wants us to, you know, he wants us to love, to put him first, more than anything. Amen. Then what Jesus Christ was saying here, if there's somebody who's saying that want to follow me, and that person still loves, the things of this world, even the his own relatives, more than Jesus Christ. Hey, that person Jesus said that is not worthy of me. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to follow him, he wants to be number one. Amen. No wonder God says that I am. I don't know who's that person on that other group who is coming with a bit of noise, please. Then Jesus Christ wants to be what? Number one. Number he one. does not want us to love, to love things, to love anybody more than him. He wants he want to be number one in our hearts. Amen. No wonder God said that 
I am a jealous God. God is a jealous God. Ah. He is a what? A jealous God. He doesn't want us to have any idol. He wants us to love him more than anything. Hallelujah. When you want to follow Jesus Christ, when you want to work for Jesus Christ, he must be number one. You know, he must be number one. He doesn't want to compete with anything in our life. He wants to be number one. And number one must be, there must be nothing. And no one who you say, hi, hey, I love, I love my wife too much. Uh, uh, I love my children too much. Uh, uh, I love my mother too much. No. I love my job. It's a big no. He's saying that not only these other things, even your own self, even your own life, he's saying that if you want to be his disciple, if you want to be his disciple, you must hate everything and love him more. Love the kingdom more. Let me tell you this. Why does he why does Jesus Christ require so much? He requires so much because the things of the kingdom are above this world. Amen. The things of the kingdom are not the things of this world. They are things above from above. Amen. And they are eternal things. Amen. Once you find yourself being part of the kingdom, being responsible for a kingdom. You have been given highest honor of a of a responsibility. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Highest honor of things from above. Amen. Not things of this world. That's why he requires much from you or beyond much that you must love him more than anything. Amen. You must Amen. care about him what more than anything. Amen. Amen. Wow. Hey. Say hey. Hey. Jesus said that somebody who is attached to the things of this world is not worthy to be entrusted. With the things from above, it's not worthy to be entrusted with the things from heaven. If you don't love Jesus Christ more than anything, Amen. can you say Jesus Christ? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful, Wonderful Holy Ghost. Help me to love Jesus. Help me to love Jesus with the whole of my heart. With the whole of my heart. Hallelujah. Amen. That means if you still find yourself that you love the things of this world more than Jesus Christ, Jesus said that that person is not worthy or to be his disciple. That word person is not worthy to be entrusted with the things of the kingdom. You know, 
Let me tell you the truth. One of the greatest training when Jesus Christ wants somebody to be his disciple. He wants that person not to care about anything, but to care about the kingdom first more than anything. Amen. Amen. The work of God and the things of God must reach to that level where Jesus Christ means everything to you. Amen. More than anything in your life. Amen. But if you find yourself that you still love this or that, care about this or that, more than the kingdom, more than Jesus Christ, Jesus said that that person cannot be a disciple. That person, you know, because you be, before you become responsible with some of the responsibilities of the kingdom to be an apostle and all that, you are first a disciple. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, Jesus said that we must love him. We must care about him more than anything. Amen. Can we go to the book of Matthew 22, verse number 37? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second, like it, is love your neighbor as yourself. Then the Bible said that, first of all, love the Lord your God with what? with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. That means, of course, what you are hearing from here is that you must love God with all of your heart, with all of your strength, with all of your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Now what is happening to this messenger? That person who there is something on the background, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we must love the Lord with all of our hearts, with all of our strength, with all of our soul, with all of our mind. I want you to just imagine this. I want this to just to sink inside of you. That what does that mean towards you? Because sometimes this thing, it means a certain thing to you and it means a certain thing to somebody. That you must love God with all of your heart with all of your mind, with all of your soul. It means a different thing to all of us. But I want you to think about it. What does it mean to you? Because that's what he requires from us. That we love him more than anything. Let me tell you this. Anything that you love more than God, or that you put your love in most, that becomes your idol. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It becomes your God. If you love this, um, let's say you love your job too much. If you love your job too much, that is your idol. That's what you worship. If you love money too much, that is your idol. 
If you love your children too much, those are your idol. But our love must be first of all for God. Amen. Amen. Our love Amen. must be preserved and be reserved for what? For God. Amen. Because, you know, sometimes Amen. the devil wants to take our attention. The devil wants us to love things. He wants us to create um, gods out of things, idols out of things. He wants to distract us, never to focus on what is the real thing, but the real thing that, because, you know, when Jesus Christ is talking, it's like God is talking to you. Amen. It's like God is Amen. giving you direction that when he created you, when he called you, what was he calling you for? Amen. Then when Amen. he called us, he was calling us, but first of all, we must love God with what? With all of our hearts, with all of our strength, with all even our mind, more than what? More than anything. Hallelujah. Amen. Then you must refuse that your heart be attached with the things of this world. Amen. Let me tell you this. You know, actually, also. God is watching what you love the most. And also the devil is watching what you love the most. When the devil realized that, oh, it's like, hey, you love money too much. Hey, it's like you love your job too much. It's like you love your family too much. The devil now begin to find out where and how he must attack you. So that if you want this person to stop praying, if you want to touch this person's life, hey, this person love too much money begin to attack him or her in regard to his or her finances. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Begin to attack on his or her finances. And when he does that, that person will begin to wonder why am I struggling financially? It's because you love money too much. The devil has realized, hey, you love money too much. You can't even want to give it away. You don't even want to give it up. That's why he's attacking the finances. When you realize that you love your family too much, the devil says, oh, you see now, demons, this person, if you want to, this person to stop praying and to following God, just attack the family. When the at family is attacked, all those prayers that you are hearing will stop. Then, you have to show everything in your life that you love God more than anything. Hallelujah. Amen. In order to protect your everything, you go now and show your everything and everything around you that I love God more than anything. I love Jesus Christ more than anything. And those demons, when they go back to report to the devil, they say, hey, you know, I, we thought that person, like you said, you thought he loved money. You thought he loved his job. He doesn't care about the job. What he cared about the most, he cares about is God. If you want to attack him, attack his God. And let me tell you this, the devil cannot attack God. Amen. The devil Amen. would even try maybe for you to stop praying to do that, but he won't succeed because the more you love the Lord, the more his presence is attached to you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the devil tried to do with Makrativro um, Zakita Labahaya. 
with Daniel. The Bible said that, you know, there were other men because Daniel was a man of God. Favor was too much on Daniel. Wisdom was too much on Daniel. And the Bible says, this man, they said that, how can we capture Daniel? How can we make sure that we capture Daniel, we distract Daniel? Hey, there's one thing about Daniel. Daniel loves his God. He's praying three times a day. Every time he's praying three times a day. If you want to touch Daniel, touch his prayer, prayer life. There's no way he doesn't care about money. Daniel doesn't care about anything. He cares about his God. Okay, let us, they say that, let us try to talk to the king that, okay, there will be a lockdown. Nobody will have to pray for a certain time. People, they will be locked down. Nobody won't pray. Well, we'll be allowed to pray for a certain time. Amen. And the Bible said that any, anyone who was said to be praying on those times, on those days, they were going to be thrown into the den of lion. And the Bible said that, that when the law had been decreed and declared that, hey, nobody must pray for such and such time. Everybody must not be praying to their God, whatever they worship. But Daniel know that his strength comes from the Lord. Daniel know that his number one is God. His number one is not the things of this world. He cares about God and without God is nothing. He continued to pray. Amen. And the capture him said, oh, hey, we found Amen. him. He's praying. He's still praying. And Daniel was, uh, was arrested for praying. Hallelujah. Amen. As he was praying three times a day, as this man loved God more than anything. Amen. God to him was number one. He loved God more than the things, anything of this world. And the Bible said that when Daniel was thrown into the den of the lion, oh, God even appeared on the den of the lion. When he appeared, the lion fasted. The lion could not eat Daniel that night, even though they were hungry. This was the lion of punishment. Amen. That anyone who have ever worshipped, they're going to be thrown and they're going to be chicken licking for this lion. And obviously they were hungry. But even though they were hungry, they did not want to eat. And the Bible said that the king also fasted that night and said that, hey, because, you know, because Daniel, you know, when you love God too much, God begin to move on your behalf. You become a person of favor. You become the person who God is attached to. Then in the same way, Daniel, because he loved God, God moved on his behalf. When he moved on his behalf, he found favor with the king. The king loved Daniel so much. He was like a number one servant. I don't know somebody. The favor of God is about to manifest in our life mightily as we put God first in Jesus' name. Amen. You are about to reach a level where God does not want to hear anything about you and me in Jesus' name. Amen. Like what God, God said that about Israel, you are an apple of my eye. 
you are like an apple of an eye. My eye. Anyone who tries to touches me, touch, touches you, touches me in such a way that you are reaching to that level that God cares about you a lot. Amen. Amen. So Daniel was so special that the day that Daniel was thrown into the den of lion, God appeared in the den of the lion. Not only that God appeared in the den of lion, and also because the king loved Daniel, the king fasted also that night. He could not eat. He could not eat the king because Daniel was thrown into the den of lion and he was the man that he loves. He, he, he cares about the most. And the Bible said that in the morning, the king went outside the, the cave of the lion, the den of the lion, said, hey, Daniel, did your God save you? And Daniel said, yes, my king, my God has shown up. I'm well. I'm saying to you, when you are God's friend, no matter what comes your way, you are safe automatically in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm saying to you, no matter what is coming your way, what is going to come our way, we are safe in Jesus' name. Amen. As we love the Lord our God with all of our hearts with all of our mind and with all of our strength hallelujah Amen. and the bible said that yes daniel was rescued and those who were conspiring against daniel the bible said that when they were thrown into the den of the lion the lion did not fast the lion did not behave the way they behave when it was Daniel, when he was thrown into the den of lion. The lion, before they fell into the ground, they captured them from the air. But to Daniel, it was not the same. I'm saying to you, there's going to be as distinguished. There's going to be a difference between those who love the Lord and those who does not love the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people will begin to wonder how certain things are going this way. How certain things are going this way. But for this one way, why this kind of favor? Amen. Because you love the Lord. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. When Daniel loved God, the same lion that could not eat Daniel, they were eating the other people. Amen. The same sicknesses Amen. that are killing others is not going to kill you in Jesus' name. Amen. The same pandemic which is causing others to lose jobs, you will be in the same pandemic, you will be gaining jobs in the name of Jesus. Amen. What is trouble for the world? It won't be trouble for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Because you do what? You love the Lord. Amen. And you have proved to everything that I love God more than my money. Amen. I love God more than my job. I love God more than my mother. I love God more than my sister. I love God more than my wife. 
I love God more than everything. Hallelujah. That's what God wants you to be like. And once you have done that, you know, already you have confused the enemy. Because the enemy is watching, is wanting to see that, hey, does this person love money too much? Find that you say you, you show that you don't care about money. When God requires it, you give it to him. You show that you don't care about, about many things of this world. All you care about God. When he becomes confused. He can't attack you on those on that sector because you have shown that what? You love God more than anything. Hallelujah. Amen. But whatever you hold on to, you show that you love this thing more than God. Amen. And God begins to, to leave that thing. When God leaves that thing alone, it becomes vulnerable. Even when the devil wants it, he can easily attack it because God is not in it. But if God be in your anything, you are everything is what is protected. And God takes over everything in your life when you do what? When you surrender it unto God. Amen. That's why Jesus Christ said that even their own life is a Christian one. Let me tell you this. In order to walk with Jesus Christ. The first thing that you do, you surrender your life. If you are a true Christian, the first thing that you do when you meet Jesus Christ, you do what? You surrender your life. And you say, my life belongs to Jesus. And in the same way, in your everything, you must surrender whatever to Jesus Christ. Surrender your job to Jesus Christ. Surrender your money to Jesus Christ. Surrender your marriage to Jesus Christ. Surrender your everything to what? To Jesus Christ. And you say, Mama, I love you, yes. My my brother, I love you, yes. My what, what, I love you, yes. But to show that you love you love, yes, I love you. Follow Jesus. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Follow what? Follow Jesus Christ. Then if you love your brother, if you love your sister, if you love your, your wife, hey, surrender them to what? To Jesus Christ. May, let them make Jesus Christ the Lord of their life. The Lord of their everything. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. And after that, verse number 27, whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry their cross, sacrifice their everything, and follow me, Jesus Christ. That person cannot be my disciple. Amen. Let me tell you this. In the cross, Jesus Christ died. Hallelujah. Amen. In the cross, you die from self. In the cross, you die also from self. Amen. And you surrender your life. Amen. But listen to this one. We follow, we carry, the, we carry our cross daily. 
when we live our lives for Christ, what? Daily. Amen. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. When we, we, we live for Jesus Christ in a daily basis. In a daily, not, it's not something that you do once and say that, okay, I've, no, we lay our lives before him, not just in a song. We lay yeah. our life before him in action. Yeah. When we serve him yeah. with our life, when we serve him with our everything, then you are what? You are his true disciples. Some people, you know, you know, do you know that by this time there were nobody who was called a Christian yet? Amen. When he said that my disciple, meaning that you become a Christian, I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. By this time there was nobody who was called a Christian. But he was describing the condition of being a Christian. Some people will be like, hey, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. But when you look at their life, it does not show. It's just the matter of talk. It's the matter that you see once a week that this person is a Christian. But um, during the course of the day and the week, there's nothing to show that this person is a Christian. Amen. Then when you carry your cross and follow him, there must be a proof that you are what? You are his disciple. You are living for him. You have laid down your life. Hallelujah. Remember what Jesus Christ has said. Jesus said that anyone who will try to save their life, they will lose it. Oh my God. Anyone who will try to do what? To save their life by their own efforts. Jesus said that they are going to lose their life. They can't save their lives. Somebody saying that, no, I will budget. I will budget. I will take care of my money. No, 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 no. My money, I take care of it. I love it too much. Jesus said it, how it's going to end. They will lose it. Somebody say, no, 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 no. I love my family. I love my daughter. I love my what, what? I will save them by myself. Jesus said that at the end of the day, they will lose them. Amen. But anyone who will surrender, whatever it is we're talking about, whether it's their life, the Lord said that they will save it. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we don't have to love any, don't, don't love your job more than God. Love God more than your job then god will save your career god will save your job when you have shown that i love god even more than my job i love god even more than my car more than my money then you will do what you will save them hallelujah But the moment you refuse to lay them down for Christ, Christ goes out of that particular thing that you are holding on to. When he went out, that thing becomes vulnerable. Then in order to save that thing, show you everything that, hey, here in my life we lay down to the Lord. 
we carry Amen. the cross and we serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Everything that belongs to us, everything that's around us, it must be surrendered to Christ. Amen. It must be surrendered to what? To Jesus. Amen. And Jesus Christ is a born savior. He was born for that to save. Then he will save that particular thing. And he will bless that particular thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Okay, let's just read verse number 33. In the same way, those of you who does not give up everything you have cannot be my disciple. Like I said, if it was somebody who was telling you this, you're going to say, ah, this is a hard teaching. But yes. It is Jesus Christ who have said it. Ever since we have studied the word of God, have you realized that Jesus Christ taught the word of God more than he performed miracle? There's, there's lots of verses that talk, which is just a pure word of God, more than miracles. And yes, yes, they are there, the miracles. But first of all, the word of God was too much. He taught too much. And to the disciples, he was not teaching uh, just a uh, basic. This is the hard to, and hardcore message of the gospel. This is the, something that a Christian must uphold. That Jesus Christ is everything in my life. Can you say Jesus Christ is everything in my life? He is the pillar of my life. He is all that I ever need. Hallelujah. And remember, it's not the matter of talk. Yes, it starts by talking it. But after that, it must be acted out. It must be proved. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, it must be proved. Yes. Sometimes part of these prayers that you are doing is a part of proving that maybe there is a certain demon that has been sent to monitor your life. When that demon begins to watch you, hey, you are praying in the morning. You are praying in the afternoon. You are praying in the evening. Uh -uh, this person loves God too much. Hallelujah. Amen. Part of it is acting it out when you show. Like what the Bible says that in the book of John, chapter 3, verse number 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes upon him shall be saved and have everlasting life. That means God loved and God and God gave. Then you cannot be a God's lover and you cannot give to him. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. If you love him, you will give to him. Amen. Then part of proving that I love you, you will be worshiping him that way. Because love must be actioned. Love must not just be spoken, but it must be what? In action. That's why they say that actions speak louder than words. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
It is cheap to speak, but it is hard to act. If you act, you have proven. Then, like we are saying before, we have said it before, we are people of what? Of action. We are not the people of mere words. Hallelujah. We are the people who act it out. We are the people who proved it out. And may the Holy Ghost give us the grace to act in Jesus' name. Where we end up showing that, oh God, I love you more than everything. Oh, that I want us to pray tonight. To go and pray. Oh, for God to help us to show God that we love him so much. To show God that we love him more than anything. As we do so, I can tell you, we won't struggle for anything. Wherever you are, let us pray. Father God, give us the grace to love. The grace to love. Oh, you know, Robo. I am the Rabasun, the Rubusian, the Rabayan, 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 the I am the Rabasunda Rabayan, the 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 Rabayan, the